Just when Rip Bender, hard-voiced pilot from Texas, had convinced Mrs. Croft that her ranch was worthless and she should sell it, Jimmy Allen walked in the Croft home and delayed the sale. Jimmy feels that Bender has a definite reason for wanting the land other than for cattle grazing. Mrs. Croft follows Jimmy's suggestion and postpones her final decision until the following day. As Bender and Jimmy leave, the Texan threatens the lad for interfering with his deal. It is now the next morning. Jimmy has asked Speed Robertson to meet him in the students' room at the flying school. And here they are. Well, morning, Jim. What do you have on your mind? Well, I hated to bother you, Speed, but when I called last evening, they said you'd taken the ship down to Wichita. Yeah, I flew down there on number 23 and ferried back one of our transports. Well, what's happened? You want me to give you another check, Hop? Oh, no, it isn't my flying. It's about that ranch of Mrs. Croft's. Oh, you mean that property down in Texas we were talking about the other day? Yeah, that's it. Now, what's developed on that matter? Before I answer that question, let me ask you one. Do you know a pilot by the name of Bender, Rip Bender? Oh, Rip Bender? I don't believe so, Jimmy. What does he do? Well, to hear him tell it, he's about the hottest pilot in the country. Says he's tested ships, flown the mail, and worked in movies. Oh, maybe so, but I don't recall ever hearing about him. He seems to know you. What does he have to do with this deal? Well, about noon yesterday, he landed on the field here in a yellow air wing. It's in the hangar now. And shortly after that, I met him out here on the line. Yeah, go ahead. Well, while Flash Lewis and I were talking with him, Barbara Croft drove up in her car, picked him up, and they went on out to her house. Oh, how did she happen to know him? Well, I'm coming to that. Shortly after they left, Barbara called me on the phone and asked if I could get out to the house right away. Well, did you go on out? Oh, sure. Over the phone, she told me that this fellow Bender was the man who had written to them about buying their ranch. Oh, I begin to see the connection now. Mm-hmm. And she said her mother seemed determined to make the deal right then and there. Barbara thought it would be better to find out a little more about Bender and his proposition before her mother signed any agreement. Where do you come in on all this? Well, Barbara thought that if I came out to the house and talked with Mrs. Croft, she might at least see the wisdom of investigating the deal before reaching a decision. Oh, so you went out to the Croft home. Is that the idea? I sure did. And I'm telling you right now, Speed... This fellow Bender didn't like it a little bit. What did he do, get sore? Oh, I'll say he got plenty mad. In fact, we left the house together. And while we were out on the sidewalk, he told me that if I stuck my nose into his business, it would be the last deal I'd ever gum up. Something like that, anyway. Oh, got kind of tough, huh? I'll say. Bender was awfully anxious to buy that land speed. I could tell that the minute I got in the Croft home. He had some sort of agreement already written out, and Mrs. Croft was just about to sign it when I came in. Well, I don't see anything particularly strange about that. He may have a good use for the land. Goodness knows Mrs. Croft doesn't need it for anything, does she? Yeah, but if the thing was on the level, why would Bender be so anxious, so insistent, that Mrs. Croft sign that agreement? Well, where is this bird? We might have a talk with him. Well, I haven't seen him around this morning. You know, Speed, Mrs. Croft's a widow, and I don't think she's much of a businesswoman. And I'd sure hate to see anything put over on her. The only reason that she wants to sell the land is to make it possible for Dick to continue his flying. Well, I don't know Mrs. Croft, but she certainly has two very nice children and Barbara and Dick. I agree with you, Jimmy. It would be a shame to let some bird come in here and pull a fast one of some kind. Look, Speed, you know that country down there. You told me yesterday that there are some oil wells not so far away. Do you suppose they discovered oil on the property? Oh, uh, no, Jim. They couldn't drill for oil on the land without her knowing about it. But some oil prospectors may have surveyed the land and uncovered some encouraging indications. You have a map of Texas in the school? I'd sort of like to refresh my memory on that neck of the woods. Well, I'm quite sure there is. Let's go in the office and see. All right, come ahead. It's been a few years since I've flown over that part of Texas. There was a time when I put in a lot of hours over it. I'll tell you one thing, Jim. That's a bad country to fly over. How do you mean? It's all broken up. 
Mountains and canyons and gullies, mesquite. I just wouldn't want to have many forced landings down there. Part of it is right on the Mexican border, isn't it? And of course, I don't know the location of the ranch. Didn't you tell me it was in the Big Bend country? Well, that's what Barbara said. Well, here we are. Let's take a look at a map and I can tell more about it. Now, let's see. I'll ask the stockroom man if we have any maps of Texas. Hey, wait a minute, Jim. I think here's just what we want. A big-scale map of the United States on a wall here. Oh, yeah, sure enough. Well, let's see now. Here's Texas. Well, what a state that is, too. Here's the Rio Grande River, this black line here. Uh-huh. Way over west here is El Paso, right on the river. Yeah, I see it. Now, you'll notice the Rio Grande flows south and east, way down here, see? Mm-hmm. And it suddenly takes a sharp turn to the north and east for a couple of hundred miles. Then it shoots straight east and finally takes a diagonal course south until it runs into the Gulf of Mexico. Gosh, it sure is a winding river. Now, this this part of the state and the bend of the Rio Grande, all the section in here, you see, Jim? Yeah. That's called the Big Bend Country. Of course, it gets the name from this deep bend of the river. Well, sure, that would be natural. Ah, it's a great country down there, boy. A ranch that doesn't have at least 50,000 acres isn't much of a place. Gee, I'd sure like to see it. Look at here, Jim. There's some high spots down there. There's the Santiago Mountains. You see, there's Emery Peak, 7,800 feet above sea level. Up here's Cathedral Mountain, 6,800 feet. And a little north up there is Baldy Peak. That's over 8,300 feet. Hey, it doesn't sound like the best flying country in the world. Nah, but it's wonderful hunting. It's just full of deer, panther, bear, anything you want. Hey, it sure would be great to go down there sometime and hunt, wouldn't it? Uh, yes, sir. Now, Jim, a little north up here by Pecos. You see? Yeah. Now, oil has been discovered there. Quite a field developed. But whether your friend Bender figures he's run onto some oil down in this stretch, I don't know. Well, it sure wouldn't be hard to find out. Now, you're right. You know, if I were you, I'd suggest to Mrs. Croft that she goes slow on making this deal. At least take time enough to make some kind of an investigation. Possibly get some more dope on this guy Bender. I thought you'd agree with me. But how would she do it, Speed? Oh, there are a number of ways. You might suggest that she get a hold of somebody that... Oh, hello, Mr. Bender. Speed, this is Mr. Bender. Oh, hello, Alan. How are you, Mr. Bender? I guess you're Speed Robertson, ain't you? I met you once when you were flying the mail from Dallas to Tucson. Oh, yeah. I must have been several years ago. I haven't been down that way very much since. I used to see you down around the airport at Dallas. Are you doing much flying nowadays, Bender? I'm staying pretty close to the ranch down in Texas, helping out my old man and some friends of his. You don't get up in this part of the country very often, do you? Ain't been up here in quite a while. Uh, come up here on a business deal. Guess your friend Alan probably told you all about it. Uh, do you mean the matter of the Croft Ranch down in Texas? I don't mean nothing different. I'm going to put it over, too. When I goes out to get something, I don't let nothing stand in my way. Oh, yeah? Well, what do you mean by that? I don't like the way Alan stuck his nose into my business yesterday out there at the Croft House. I come up here on a fair and square business deal, and this young punk walks in and tries to throw a wrench in the works. He's just fooling with the wrong guy. I thought we went over all that yesterday, Bender. I believe I explained my position clearly. Yeah, but I don't want you to forget it. Just keep out of this picture. Now, look here, Bender. I told you yesterday... Now, wait a minute, Jimmy. Wait a minute. You fellas act like a couple of strange bulldogs. What's all the trouble here? After all, Bender, Jimmy Allen's a friend of the Croft family. If they come to him for advice, naturally, he's going to do all he can to help them. Wouldn't you do the same thing for your friends? Yeah, that ain't the idea. I didn't like the way he came out there and tried to crab my deal. Uh, Jimmy's not trying to crab your deal, Bender. I know the kid pretty well, and he's a square shooter. If your proposition is a good one, Mrs. Croft will probably take it. If it isn't, she'll probably turn you down. Now, what's wrong with that? You seem to know a lot about it, Robertson. I suppose they're going to call you in for advice, too. Well, they might do it, and I might give them some advice. Don't forget that. What I said to Alan goes for you, too. 
I'm going to put this deal over with Mrs. Croft at noon today. And don't think any different. Just keep out of my affairs. Now, look here, Bender. You seem to be pretty anxious to buy that ranch of Croft's. Mrs. Croft has sought Jimmy's advice and mine. We'll probably give her some advice. But unless you change her attitude, you're going to get nowhere. So I got you two guys to deal with, eh? Well, in the first place, get this out of your head. I ain't anxious to buy that ranch. I made them a proposition. They can take it or leave it. You seemed awfully anxious yesterday, Benner, to have Mrs. Croft sign up. That's the way I always do business, son. I didn't come up here to horse trade around. Yeah, but you would have been mighty pleased to have Mrs. Croft sign that sales agreement. You may be friends of Mrs. Croft, but you don't act like it. She needs the money, and you guys are trying to talk her out of it. Hey, Bender, I've been down in that country. Is there much prospecting for oil down there now? Oh, that's the gag, eh? I see what you're driving at. You think I'm trying to grab off some good oil land. <laughs> that's a laugh. i tell you what I'll do. I'll take the deed to that property without the oil rights. Now, what do you think of that? Say, that looks like Miss Croft out there in that car. I want to see her. Well, boys, think that one over. What do you make of that, Speed? Well, Jim, it looks like he sort of called her bluff. Yeah. Hey, that is Barbara. I wonder why he wants to see her. You know, that fellow may be all right, but there's something about him that I just don't trust. So you come down to collect that airplane ride, eh, Miss Croft? Oh, good morning, Mr. Bender. No, no, thank you. I don't have time to do any airplane riding this morning. As a matter of fact, I'm down here looking for a job. I have an appointment in a few minutes with Mr. Jenkins of Grand National Airways. You know, I thought we had some pretty-looking gals down in Texas, but uh, they couldn't hold a candle beside you. Mm, I've heard that all Texans are very gallant, and I know you've used that nice little speech before. Oh, come on now, Barbara. I ain't as bad as I sound. I reckon you kind of got sore of me yesterday out at the house. But that kid coming busting in there like that made me mad. Well, I don't see you had anything to become angry about. Well, it kind of got my goat. Here I was trying to help you and your family out, offering a good price for that ranch, and this young bird walks in like he knows everything. Oh, let's, let's forget it. No guy could be mad with a pretty girl like you around. But let me tell you something. If your mother's smart, she'll take my offer. You're very persuasive, Mr. Bender. How about a little spin around on my airplane, Barbara? I'll have it out warmed up in five minutes. No, thanks. You see, I've never been up. And, well, I've promised to take my first airplane ride with, with Jimmy Allen. Oh, you'd rather ride with that punk student than with the one and only Rip Bender, eh? Yes, I would, Mr. Bender. Goodbye. Why is Bender so anxious to buy the Croft Ranch? Apparently, Speed's idea about the possibilities of discovering oil does not worry Bender. Will Jimmy and Speed uncover the real reason? For the possible answer, tune in to the next thrilling episode of The Air Adventures of Jimmy Allen. <laughs>